0: You are now listening to the GRIO's Black Podcast Network, Black Culture Amplified. Welcome to Dear Culture, the podcast for Buying About the Culture here at the GRIO Black Podcast Network. I'm your host, Panama Jackson, and we recently took the podcast on the road and recorded an episode live in front of an audience in Birmingham, Alabama, at the National Association of Black Journalists Conference and Career Fair. It was a really, really good time. My friend and host of The Griot Daily, Michael Harriet, joined me for a rambunctious, excitable, crowd participation heavy version of the internet meme and game that everybody keeps doing of One Gotta Go. You know what it is. You understand where people put like four things that we all love in one space and say One Gotta Go and you lose everything associated with that one? Yeah, that's what we did. And here's where I got the idea for this. If you watched one of those earlier, what are they called? Interstitials? The commercials. Where uh, Teray and Monique Judge were going back and forth about that famous one gotta go thing where it was Mary J. Blige, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. and who's the other person? I don't know because Ture
1: was so wrong. Oh, you know? and
0: Janet Jackson I think was on it. But So I did that online and I'm, I'm just going to let y'all know because y'all might hate me after this. I said Whitney Houston gotta go. That was who I said gotta go. And the, uh, for for whoever said uh uh-uh, uh go somewhere, else. listen. Don't nobody care about her catalog that much. It's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. I love I love her too. I'm just saying the catalog ain't the catalog ain't standing up against the rest of them. Is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I ain't loud and wrong, but I'm up here, and so I try to pick ones that I haven't seen online or anything like that. So this first one is about culturally iconic songs, and I think. There's a right answer, and there's an answer, all y'all gonna say. So, one gotta go Cameo's Candy, Maze featuring Frankie Beverly before I let go, Stevie Wonder's Happy Birthday, or James Weldon Johnson's Lift Every Voice and Sing. Ooh, one hard. gotta go. That's hard, that's hard. Which one, see, I don't think this is that hard. Which, but which, which, which one gotta go? I, I, see, y'all, a lot of y'all gonna say Candy, I, and you're all wrong.
1: So, so before before I answer this, I gotta say, when we say "gotta go," that means it, it doesn't exist. Anymore, it doesn't exist anymore. But it, it, has, it has existed. It
0: well, it just it just it. it never. It is. just got it just got to go.
1: I'ma say, okay, this is gonna be sacrilegious, but I'ma say, lift every voice and sing. And this is why. This is why. This is why. Because if Lift Every Voice and Sing didn't exist, there would be another Lift Every Voice and Sing. Right? Like, black people would have created a black national anthem regardless, right? It might not have been that. That's the right answer.
0: You got the right answer. It might not have been that. Optimistic is a better song than Lift Every Voice and Sing. We could all sing. Yeah, I I said that out loud. I don't agree with that.
1: I banked that. I said that out loud. I'm not
0: in with that. But
1: what I'm saying is, there would have been a black national anthem, whether it is banned. Right, we just make another one. We just make another one. um, it's fine. Amazing grace, right? Like, yes. like lift every voice and sing is, is valuable to us because we made it valuable to us. <laughs> first of all, ma'am, But at, at my previous job, literally on your first day, you had to sing, lift... You
0: had we to, did, so that is true. We, we did. That was kind of our, our, our internal hazing thing. You had yeah, to, but yeah. only. But that. Is, this is my other thing. Because people only know one verse, it could go. You'll be fine. Be yeah, all right I know about
1: the verses, though.
0: All right, so we all agree to lift every voice and sing and go. Boom. All right. But, I don't even know the words to Candy, though. Like, that's you just don't need a, to know the words ow. to Candy, but you know if Candy comes on, everybody got to stand up and start dancing. We're uh, good. you
1: just know. Ow. All right. All right. That sounds like, That's that's the whole, that's
0: all the limits of candy. Ow. All right. So we got y'all, that's we got first. y'all. Well, well, it's, it's important. Those are important words. Okay. So we have, okay, so we got y'all warmed up. So here's another one. One of my favorite groups of all time is New Edition. I'm sure many people love New Edition. They got movies, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, Ralph and Johnny too. That's wonderful. But they all went solo, kind of, sort of. BBD, obviously, will count as this because nobody can actually sing or rap in that group. But they were a lot of fun. So... Ronnie DeVoe can sing? Is he here? No. Oh, but you said Ronnie, and I know. Ricky, Ricky, cool, Ricky. Listen, it's not important. What's important is one solo set of of catalog gotta go. Is it BBD, is it Ralph, is it Johnny, or is it Bobby? We gotta be. I mean, it's it's Ralph, easy. Ralph got sensitivity. I think I'm getting rid of Johnny. I think I'm getting rid of Johnny Gill's catalog. Why? Like, first of all, my, my, my. Because I'm not ready to get rid of Sensitivity.
1: I, I say he got. I one. can't get rid of Sensitivity. Ralph, Ralph doesn't even have a catalog. That's not true. <laughs> that's, that's a song. That first album was wonderful. He got a single. You
0: got to do what I got to do. You wouldn't
1: even turn the cassette single over, bro.
0: Nobody's getting rid of Bobby Brown catalog because Don't Be Cruel is the greatest R&B album of all time. Yeah. Boom. All right. See, we getting through this. This is fun. This is fun. All right. And plus,
1: plus, Johnny Gill used to catch the Holy Ghost in every song, right? Like
0: you he's the only person who got, to. Who go got ahead, the Holy I'm Ghost on. in an R and B
1: song. The what? Johnny Gill is the only person who could get the Holy Ghost in an R and B song. Well,
0: Johnny Gill's the only one I can actually sing, mm-hmm. but, but, I, but, his catalogs we'll be talking about. So you know, my, my, my. All right. <laughs> so we're gonna talk covers. I wanna talk. I wanna talk. Covers of songs the One Gotta Go. We, y'all all know which one, one of these is gonna be one everybody knows. So, I'm gonna count this as a cover, but this is in dispute. The Fuji's Killing Me Softly, cause Lauren, you know, Killing Me Softly. Before I Let Go by Beyonce. Sweet Thing by Mary J. Blige. Or I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston.
1: So Beyonce's song doesn't even, it, that one's easy. Beyonce Can Go, it didn't even really need to exist. Like, I, I don't even know if, like, there are people, young people, who never heard Before I Let Go, before Beyonce put it out, and then they heard Before I Let Go by Frankie Beverly and Maze and was like, oh, this is the better version. Like, like I don't even know if that is even controversial.
0: So here's the thing. I know a lot of people were going to say, Before I Let Go. I really enjoy her version, I feel you. But I'm actually getting rid of Killing Me Softly. I hate that song. Not the original, the Fuji's version is so boring. I actually wrote an article. About, I Googled myself and found out I wrote an article about how it was the most boring song, like on that album. Yeah. Now the problem is, if we get rid of that song, the Fuji's don't win all the all the Grammys, and then we don't get Lauren Hill's Miseducation Education* album.
1: And that's my that's my uh, go-to karaoke song because I just stand in the back and go one time. I'm about to say you just say
0: one time over and over again. <laughs> Two times. So now, did you know in some in some places? When the uh, music programmers did not want to play the hip-hop version of that, they just played a version that didn't have Wyclef saying one time yeah. and two times. They actually did that just to have Lauryn Hill singing. All right, we're going to do one more of these. We're going to do one more. Now, I'm a big fan of, of, of R&B. SWV is my favorite group. Uh, outside, well, I love New Edition, but SWV, I threw, I threw a 90s party in D.C., like a, a 10-year long-running party because of SWV. I love them. Like I just, I wanted to hear them jam out all the time. Um, so I'm a big fan of like, but R&B artists, and these are usually women who who sing songs that are very personal, make albums that are personal. So I figured we would pick one album that's very personal, that's important, that has to go. I think this is an obvious one too, but we'll, we'll see. Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels, mm-hmm. which arguably is the greatest album of the past 10 years. I would argue mm-hmm. that Beyonce's Lemonade. Definitely not the greatest album of the past 10 years. Scissors Control. Or Janet Jackson's Control. So one gotta go, one now, gotta
1: go. I'm probably gonna need security to lead me out of here. But I think yeah. it's gotta be Lemonade. Oh,
0: that's fine. Because
1: I think Lemonade is iconic because people said it was iconic. And everybody's just kind of like, I really. So, I think I think people make like people. Scissors con- scissors control was not like a, a creation, right? Like people was like, oh, that's an interesting
0: album," right? Yeah, it is. Janet Jack. Same with Janet Jack. Even Obama loved "Broken Clocks." He put it on one of the lists that like, I don't. Even believe though he I think makes. she
1: sings in like in italics um, <laughs> or in cursive, one, but. uh, Janet you know, Jackson's Janet Jackson's control. Voice. She, she doesn't have a great voice, but that was an iconic album. Like, it was. Yeah. Um,
0: what else, What was the other one? It was Jasmine Sullivan's Jasmine "Hotels." Jasmine Sullivan's "Hotels."
1: I don't even think. Like nobody argues that. Like, there's no bad takes on that album. No, nah, that's an amazing right? album. So I think though, and I don't. I'm not saying that "Lemonade" is a bad album. I think the reason it is revered as much is. One because of Beyonce and two, it was
0: the visuals. Yeah. The visual album. I sat and watched that.
1: As an album, I chat like I don't know if people just sit and listen to
0: the music of lemonade as much as How many of y'all getting rid of Beyonce's lemonade? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's not most people. Who's getting rid of Scissors Control? Okay, not that many people. Who's getting rid of Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels? About to say, you got to go, if that's what we're doing. All right. Who's getting rid of Janet Jackson's control? Why would you do that? Why would you? Who, I don't even know you. Why would you do that? Why would you get rid of Janet Jackson's control?
1: Well, first of all, yeah. I was going to say, right, like, well, Lemonade definitely doesn't exist. Beyonce doesn't exist without control, Facts. arguably. Facts.
0: Facts. Okay. All right, so we're gonna quickly do one. Actually, we're gonna quickly do one last one because I actually have a fun one that I don't actually think I can make work. But I want to talk about. We're gonna get rid of one song with an iconic intro. But I need to know. I guess which one is the most, the least iconic of these four iconic intro songs. All right, you'll see what I mean when I start telling you the names of these songs. Mint Condition, Pretty Brown Eyes. Okay. As soon as you say the name, you know what I'm talking about, right? Diggable Planets, Rebirth of Slick. The bass line, right? That bass line comes in. Juvenile, back that ass up. The one that we all know and love. The one guaranteed to get everybody to get up and move. And lastly, new additions if it isn't love. When that little... And it comes in? Yeah, that's a hard one. Okay, so, one of those gotta go. Which one are you getting rid of? What? I'm gonna say,
1: this is gonna be controversial.
0: I just want everybody to know, this person who called me loud and wrong early on, just said, uh, pretty brown eyes gotta go. And that is the most loud and wrong opinion. Listen, somebody gotta check her ID. I don't know who she worked for, but uh, we gotta check the ID. (laughs) We gotta check the ID. I think,
1: I think Rebirth of Slick gotta go <laughs> simply because that bass line is throughout the song. Like you could hear, you could sample it halfway through, right? Like you could fade into Rebirth of Slick, but Juvenile, like you really don't have to play the whole, you could play like the intro to back that ass up and fake them out and bring in another song and everybody be on the floor. And be everybody like, be I mad
0: think, though. Yeah. yeah, you be real hot.
1: Um, pretty by Eyes, like it is.
0: Yeah, listen, it, once that song comes on, I stop and I start singing because it's, it's pretty brown Yeah, eyed. like
1: it's, it's like that, that's
0: you better click get your voice ready because you got to sing. All right. So this is what we do here at Dear Culture. We have fun conversations about black stuff that probably don't matter in the grand scheme of things, but it matters to me. It matters to my heart, my soul. And I appreciate everybody who also cares enough about black culture to sit through and argue, be loud and wrong. Like this young lady up here who just keeps saying the wrong thing. I don't know. Listen, we have to get you on a podcast just so I can find out what's wrong. Like what what went wrong? What went wrong? So but this is what we do at the, at the Grio Black Podcast. Now, we have a ton of podcasts that are amazing that allow us to delve into Black culture. Michael, the the, the Griot Daily, Michael Harry's podcast, Monitor Culture, The Blackest Questions with Christina Greer. Uh, we have an amazing lineup, and it's really worth checking out. And thank you to everybody for listening to Dear Culture, which is an original podcast of the Grio Black Podcast Network. It is produced by Sasha Armstrong, edited by Jeff Trudeau, and Regina Griffin is our director of podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, and give us a like over there and everywhere you listen to your podcast it really matters we appreciate it we appreciate you again my name is Panama Jackson thank you for listening have a black one.